Welcome to the Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network. We are your hosts. I'm Emily Valentine from Stommy Tactical. And hey, everyone. I'm Amy Robbins from Alexa Athletica. We are Your Average Gun Girls and want to bring you a podcast that mirrors the way we live our lives. We are self-reliant, stylish, and eager to inspire women to feel confident in defending themselves while also staying true to their lifestyle. We'll be talking all things from concealed carry to our favorite lipstick and everything in between. This podcast is intended to support and empower women. We want you to be armed with the right tools and education to be self-reliant and prepared to act in your own self-defense. This episode is brought to you by ConcealedCarry.com, the Concealed Carry Community's number one resource for training, education, and concealed carry weapon law information. Check out their Reciprocity Map Builder Tool, where you can build your own custom reciprocity map, especially if you have multiple state permits. ConcealedCarry.com has a huge library of articles about training, gear reviews, and industry news. ConcealedCarry.com also has one of the nation's largest networks of firearms and self-defense instructors. Chances are they have classes and instructors near you. Also, look into the Concealed Carry Gun Tools app, which takes many of these online tools and puts them in the palm of your hand, free of charge and free of ads, available for Apple and Android devices. We are here at the NRA Annual Meetings 2018, sitting in the HK booth. This is AKA Emily's heaven. Dream guns behind us. So, well, because I can't have them in DC, so I'll just stare and drool. Yep, and we are sitting here with two fantastic, fabulous yes. women that we are so excited to have on board with us. We have got Karen and Nikki from the new yes. Gun Cult magazine. Yep. You may know them, you may recognize them from Sure Shots magazine, but ladies, they have just released an awesome, fantastic new online magazine called Gun Cult, and I am so excited to talk yeah, to you all about it We are so today. excited about this. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having yeah. us. We're so happy to be here. This is our first NRA show ever. Mm-hmm. Same for me. Wait, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do shot. We've done shot for about five years, but we just haven't done NRA, and so this time we didn't make it shot this year. I know. I we know. We were disappointed oh, about that. We're like, um, where, where's the sure shots party? <laughs> I the sure shots party. Oh, I know. Cow. I know. Right. <laughs> I know. So yeah. now you can start making the NRA uh, meetings part of your yearly thing, and we'll start looking for the gun cult party. The gun cult party. Yes. That sounds Ooh. so good. Yeah. Does sound Join really us. Cool. Sounds I love that. How, how did you come up with the name gun cult? Well, it's really short for gun culture. And Karen and I kind of wanted to take everything um, about Sure Shots magazine um, and kind of expand on the unexpected side of gun culture, which kind of includes the fashion and arts and culture and pop culture and empowerment and self-protection and that kind of side of gun culture and kind of like make it kind of uh, more honed into what we really feel passionate about. So basically, like, it's not just all about guns it's about your lifestyle and how I mean yeah and so Sure Shots magazine was really gun centric it was very gun focused and we felt like we had to keep it that way because that's how it started and that was a big part of our lives at the time Um, and you know that's great and we still love it but we have just really come to this place where we're ready to explore all those other things and you know um, Nikki started this great like uh, campaign almost with uh, some of our minis that was uh, you can be both hashtag you can be both and so she was showcasing how all of our our mini when I say minis for the people who don't know that's our mini shirt shop <laughs> there are youth shooters I was about to say our minis oh my god minis. that would be amazing if we had minis that would be so good 
anyway. like mini. <laughs> I know. You're right. Or yeah. minis. As if like everyone just, <laughs> yeah, knows, just knows what a mini is. Exactly. For like the <laughs> yeah. non-mom hair. I'm like, why do you want a mini? Yeah. No. Right. No. Our mini sure shots. So she was showcasing both sides of them, how many of them are, they're dancers or they play soccer or they write or whatever. And, you know, that really became pretty up front for us it's like oh yeah we're that too we can be both and and we wanted to have more freedom and we wanted to be able to showcase just a lot of different things so and we also changed the format we changed the platform so now it's more of a interactive it's not just a the flippable was beautiful but now it's more of a interactive kind of thing oh that's awesome and specifically for you Karen like when you're saying like you wanted to really bring in the things that were important to you. So what aspects are you bringing to the magazine that were really near and dear to your heart? Art. I am an artist and I love art and there's so much to showcase there. And so that was something that's very important to me. Both of us actually, we're both very into art. So you can love guns and like art. <laughs> yes. And we are going to tell everybody. <laughs> Surprise. Well, I can't wait Surprise. to see some of that art because I didn't know that about you. I didn't actually, I didn't know how I guess artistic or your level of artistic tree, I don't know, (laughs) was until I saw that photo you post on Instagram of those huge, like, rocking horses. I don't even know what what those were. those? So it's the four rocking horses of the apocalypse. (laughs) Like, you had to get on a ladder. It's dark, but not. It's dark whimsy. Again, two sides of a thing, right? Yes, I loved it. So I started that project um, 10 years ago, and I had never sculpted wood before, but I've always been an artist. I went to art school, so did Nikki. Um, And I, you know, I just wanted a giant rocking horse, and then I wanted it to be weird, and so I made a weird one, and then this whole whole thing came. I wanted an adult-sized rocking horse, so this whole thing came, and then it became the four rocking horses of the apocalypse, and it took about 10 years to finish, and it's been so fun. It's something that people can interact, and that's that's a big thing for me. I want people to interact with them and to you know be able to ride them. Nikki's ridden them. Oh, really? And she can attest yeah. that, that is they're awesome. very fun. They're Wait, very fun. It's interactive art. We can ride them. Where oh where can we do gosh. this? In my garage. <laughs> there's four of them, and what do you know? There's four, four of us, us sitting right at the now. Table okay. right now. We should have we should have we should have broadcast this from rocking as we, we were could have been rocking on the horse. Photo that is in gene, that genius. Photo yeah. Okay. I won't break them down just yet. Okay. Yeah, don't just break hold them on to them a little. Yeah. I'll hold on for just a little well, while longer. Amazing. We'll get a photo off. Yeah. I had. I guess. Okay. My my first interaction with you guys and Noah, I was like they're onto something and they're really good at this yeah. is when we did um, so I got I was so honored I got to be a part of your Sure Shots magazine photo shoot with you guys and we walked in we had this awesome really cool uh, boutique down in Dallas and it took you I don't know two minutes to realize what you were going to do oh, <laughs> with, yeah. the, with the shoot and you had it designed and decorated everything in your head immediately as soon as you walked in. So I yeah. knew right away, like you'll obviously have a very good artistic eye and you can figure things out creatively very quickly. Well, Nikki's a creative director at a, a women's lifestyle magazine. So she, and she's got a very clear vision when she wants to shoot, styles to shoot, plans to shoot. And so that, but not only that, let's just talk about that awesome crew that you right. had. Uh, I mean, that was yeah. it too. Yeah, so, I mean, we had awesome. consulted with you on yeah. basically the inspiration look of looking feel but man when that came together I still look at those photos they're my favorite seriously they look like Vogue I mean it is and like so how something look like Vogue is is what I want in everything in my life and the pictures (laughs) I mean come on you cannot get any clearer I've always was like my bucket list to I I think every girl wants to be on the cover of a magazine but like could you imagine being on the cover of like a magazine with a gun in your hand and looking like like, straight up supermodel for you ladies because now you are you're making that happen you're making it happen for what you're like fulfilling so many um 
um, young young girls' dreams. <laughs> yes. Well, we took took our cover our current cover cover woman. Um, yeah, Val- let's talk about her. Yeah, Valentina Shevchenko. She is um, a UFC champion fighter. She is brutal and strong and amazing and, and talk- sweet and adorable and sweet and, and adorable beautiful and yeah. beautiful. And we just wanted to show her in that light as well for Gun Cult for the first cover cover of Gun Cult. And you know, I styled her like I dreamed she can look and she rose to the occasion she's also an excellent model she knows how to pose and she knows how to move so and she obviously knows her body and she's got those like eight pack or 12 <laughs> pack or whatever you didn't abs. count you didn't count oh my god how many she had it on was, there i was just too mesmerized but yeah. yeah and she's even got the gun she's got a gun tattoo on her well, belly and she's she's a shooter and her, her sister is also a ufc fighter and right ufc fighter she's not yeah. ufc i'm yet. sorry she okay she's, so she's a, a fighter MMA, MMA, mixed okay. martial arts oh, right. so she's MMA. while every industry seems to be pulling away and not wanting to be associated with firearms did you guys get any pushback at all from mma ufc from her you know, team when she wanted to pose with a firearm um her nickname is bullet valentina and she's she's very into guns she's been shooting a lot more lately and um her sister antonina is um also a um i think she's just a ranked competitive yeah. shooter yeah. so she's she's really into it as well so yeah. and to that valentina was here yesterday signing autographs at the brown booth. Booth. Yes. i'm like, proud yeah. of her i'm proud of her when i know like right now a lot of people probably try to that are in the public eye to that degree mm-hmm. or they're in kind of what we deem as the entertainment space you know maybe they aren't proud to say that they know how to shoot right. a firearm or that they choose to have a firearm for personal protection they they're Almost are scared because they know they get gun shame, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm proud when people gun actually shame. Stay, gun shame. Yeah. That's a hashtag gun, gun shame. Hashtag gun shame. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's a thing. Yeah, I mean, I think when you can legit kill somebody with like one punch to the head, you kind of don't care like what people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. She's but we need like more fine. women like that, and yeah. she's an inspiration she is. to she is. people, and yeah. especially to people like in the industries who may be shying away from it. Maybe mm-hmm. she's going to inspire some of them to come forward too and say, you know what, I'm not yeah. afraid of this. Absolutely. I'm not afraid to say that this is what I believe in, and this is what I choose to do and I don't care what you think about yeah right. I mean you can be badass at lots of things yeah exactly I mean it's an avenue too for any of the other females or younger women who are looking or maybe only doing or interested in MMA or UFC and then they see her and they see that she also shoots so like that might be something I might be good mm-hmm. at. Let me give that a try and like, yeah. start expanding their skill sure. set. And then, sure. yeah. I mean, it's great to have like that kind of role model. Mm-hmm. And I will say, we we watched a lot. Of, like we follow her on on Instagram and and Twitter, and we do see. You know, there are people who push back her fans, sure. but then there's there's always this group of people who come in and you know stick up for her to so to speak. Like she can do both. Or, yeah. You know, like she's got hi. It says bullet and yeah. Her, in her, yeah. ha- in her yeah. account name. Well, I, I love that you're highlighting everything that you can like and do and be a part of and then show just how the gun seamlessly fits into your lifestyle. I Normalizing. Mean, this is a big word that we've been yep. saying. This is kind of been the theme of this week is really? lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gun lifestyle because I think this is what we're all, thanks to social media, yeah, for we're sure. kind of all being able to say, okay, this actually has always been a part of my life. No, I never. I have a, we have a place to share it. Yeah. We have a place to share it, and we have a place to connect with other women and say, "Hey, look! I love clothes. I love shoes. Yeah. I love art. I love food. I love food. I mean, I love, <laughs> I love yeah. food. I love makeup. I love. I love all of these things, but also I do like my firearms. Right. Yeah. So, with the start of Gun Call, what's going to happen with Sure Shots for all the loyal yeah. Sure Shot fans out there that's so you know used to seeing the magazine? Are there going to be any new issues, or are that going to stop? So, no new issues, but 
Here's the thing. We have over 20 issues. A lot of that content most people haven't seen. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some of it that's from many years ago. We're going to recycle some of it. We're going to use it for, you know, to keep the right. all of that alive yeah. so that people get to see stuff that they maybe haven't seen yet. And then we're also, you know, I mean, we... We'll feature some of it on Gun Cults, I'm sure, and then, you know, you vice versa. There's so right. much. So. There, you guys were like a resource. I mean, you were one of the first resources. Y'all are the, I always say Emily is like the OG fashion gun blogger. You're like the OG <laughs> editorial. Like, you were the first ones to shoot firearms in an editorial yeah. way and really bring this life. And I feel like y'all were on I the cusp, but you were. Like, y'all were on the cusp of... What we're seeing now, so many people are, are following and stuff, and they're realizing, oh, you can do this. But you guys were on the very forefront of that, and that was what was so cool to see it. And that's why I'm like, I feel like we kind of all linked arms at the beginning yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Because yes. we were all very like-minded, yes. and everything you put out was just of the best quality visually. I mean, that's really important. Beautiful. But also, yeah. the information that y'all put out was so good. I mean, y'all had everything from recipes, if you go hunting and you, yeah. <laughs> and you want to know how to cook yeah. your meat, to Emily, you did a lot of uh, features yeah. of, yeah. of like, being prepared yep. and tips on being prepared. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's definitely information that's timeless in there that people are going well, to be able and to utilize. Well, reviews, yeah. reviews by women mm -hmm. for, about products, which I, I think was a very valuable thing that mm -hmm. we, we were doing. You know, there's lots of products out there for women, there's lots of products that just fit women. And so that was something that that's kind of the stuff that. I'd like to keep featuring and like making sure that people are reading that because it's sure. valid. Yeah, well, and people are always looking for it. I mean, you guys think of back when we were all getting into firearms, there were no resources right. or there, it wasn't in yeah. the forefront of anybody's mind. We didn't know where to go. Maybe we were all doing it, but we didn't know how to connect with each other. Yeah. And so now that it's more visible mm -hmm. and everyone's followings have just completely grown, I mean, you could definitely reuse a lot of that stuff because. It's still, well, because it's still there's so valid. many, I mean, our, our industry, or not even our industry, women deciding to own firearms and get into getting into that self-reliant mindset, there's so many more of them now coming into the picture, and they're going to want to find information, yeah. and having all of us out there providing that information in those older issues of Sure Shots and recycling any of that, you know, pertinent content in Gun Talk, Gun For Call sure. is going to be crucial to like keep growing and getting mm -hmm. more yeah. women and being like, oh yeah, this is great. I'm well, going to join this lifestyle team and yeah, I'm going to yeah. start caring. I yes. want to hear both of your stories. Whoever wants to go first, go first. <laughs> I, I just want to know who, um, how you got into firearms. Was there one particular thing that, you know, kind of spurred that on? Uh, go. Who wants to go first? Nikki? I'll start. <laughs> um, well, I was actually a child um, of competitive shooter parents back in New York. Um, and my parents used to <laughs> travel around the country in, in the summers and drag me along. And they would be, they were on a co-ed gun league, shooting league, you know, back then when it was all just bullseye shooting and like that weird stance, you know, <laughs> that like eighties weird, like yeah. sideways stance. Um, and then, you know, I forgot about it cause then I, you know, I moved to New York city and there's no real gun culture in New York city. Yeah. yeah. And then I was there for so many years. And then when I moved to Texas, it was, it kind of just reemerged like, oh my gosh, you know, guns, yeah. like, let's do this. And, <laughs> and I did it. <laughs> so anyway, I, well, well, no. So what happened was, uh, I had a business. I wanted to get my concealed carry license, which is the first thing I basically did when I got to, to Texas. <laughs> Doesn't everybody do that when uh, they first get to Texas? Like, <laughs> yeah, that, as soon as you, you know, you fly in, you get your CHL as well, yeah. And um, I did what the responsible thing that everybody who carries a gun should do is train with your gun at the gun range. And I just found myself there kind of just alone and unmotivated to push myself because why would I, you know, so I looked for a league or a group and I was 
thinking back to my parents' co-ed league, and I'm like, surely this must exist. We're in Texas. And I just could not find one. I just kept looking and looking. And so I said, you know what? I'm just going to make one. And I made Sure Shots, and that was in 2010. And it's just been a labor of love. And that's Did how it all happened. you have to go out and find people to come and join this group? It was <laughs> hard. Or they just lining up to come join the shooting club? No, at first it was just me. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then like one person showed up and it was just the two of us. And then maybe like two more showed up and it just like grew like very slowly. That's but awesome. then the momentum started happening and then it, sure. you know, went off the chain and, you know, became this huge thing. And, you know, we just volunteer and Karen came on midway, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, and I mean... That's why I started shooting, or that's how I got introduced, was I went to Sure Shots. I had never really shot a gun before and wanted to learn, and Sure Shots was a thing that uh, my friend, a friend and I had kept saying we were going to go, we were going to go, and she kept, we kept flaking on each other. I don't want to blame her there. We both did it. Um, And so finally, I was just like, I just have to go. I just have to do it. And so I went by myself, and by that time, there was probably that first night, I think, that I went, it was probably at least 20 people, Mm -hmm. and... um, it was just such a fun environment. There were all these, you know, all these women and we were out on the range shooting and it was, you know, it was interesting and fun. And I totally got hooked at that point. And that, I mean, you know, that's led to all this. Was there anything that happened in your life in particular that made you say, okay, I want to go learn how to shoot a gun or was it just something like I want to learn how to shoot a gun? Yes. So I, I was already interested in learning how to shoot. Um, and then, but, at the time, my husband was very like, oh, I don't really want to get in the house. And so I was like, eh, well, then I'll just wait or I won't do it or whatever. So we moved to an area in Austin. We moved to a new neighborhood. And about two weeks after we moved in, there was a drive-by on our street shooting at the house across the street. No from way. Us. Wow. Yeah. And it was fine. Nobody was hurt. I mean, there were some holes in some houses, but that was about it. Um, but that was, that sort of kicked yeah. it into, well, I really want to do this now. And my husband was more open to it at that point. Sure. So it just became like, okay, now's the, now's the chance. And then that's when I started talking about sure shots with my friend and then I ended up going, but yeah, yeah that was something that I, I mean, I don't want that to happen to anybody. Right. It no. wasn't, and it wasn't, you know, there's but some people it that are helps. proactive and yeah. then there's yeah. some people that get into fires because it's a reactive mm-hmm. thing yeah. and you you kind of fall maybe into one camp or the other. And we talk about that all the time. I'm like, I didn't get into guns because I like something had happened right. to me. I got into it because I was I was like, I don't want, want something to, to and I know that it can. I see it happening all the time. I don't think that safety um, is reality. I think it's a mirage, and I think like you're as safe as you are until you're not safe anymore. Right. You know, and so, no, I mean, that, I think that's that's great. Like, whatever it was that spurred you on to say, you know what, I think this is something that I want to do for myself. Yeah. Whatever it was, then you took it, the responsibility to go learn about it. Yeah, you know? exactly. And and that was the thing. At that time, I didn't know if I wanted a gun. I just knew that I wanted to know how to shoot them. Mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to have some confidence about it if it ever came in, into my life. Yeah. And it it made a huge difference in my life. I mean, it's my best friend now. <laughs> I mean, that's Aww. so amazing. I mean, <laughs> and we're doing so many things. And I mean, I, I just got a job in the industry. And so it's yeah. just, you know, it's lots of... Lots of changes, and it's all been positive, you know, for the, for the most part. It's all been really positive. Did you ever look at your life and say, 10 years from now, I think I'm going to be working in the gun industry? No, but I did, like, <laughs> three years ago, and it happened. <laughs> That's the way, right? Yeah. right? No, I would have never, never expected it. And we do so many things now. We do so, yeah. like, it's all about this empowerment, you know, mm-hmm. especially empowering women. And through this, 
we do safety seminars for women where we talk about personal safety and like, okay, you don't want to carry a gun. Great. What, how do you want to protect yourself? How do you want to protect your family? We, the sure shots is I, I'm a co-leader with, with Nikki now. And we do that for free. We have volunteered hours and hours of time to help people who are interested in firearms and either don't have any experience or have very little or have a lot learn how to shoot safely and learn gun safety. And that's awesome. Not just, I mean, it's good for me because it's confidence building. Like this is such a great thing in my life. It's something that I'm like, I can be proud of that, you know. Definitely, you can be proud of that. Don't you know? remember the very first time. I mean, maybe you were different because you grew up with your parents shooting, so yeah. you probably knew how to load a magazine and rack a slide and operate a gun, right? From like a young age. I don't know that. I don't really remember that I did. I mean, I used to shoot skeet when I was really little. I mean, I had my own gun yeah. when I was ten. You know, a shotgun. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you know, I used to just sit on the basement stairs with my little baby ear protections and just watch my dad, thinking this was like totally normal that like everyone has a gun range in their basement. <laughs> um, and he used to make me load his ammo, like my little baby hands, like age three. Like we have pictures of me like loading his no. his ammo. Oh my yes. Gosh. I was sitting on a tree stump. He's made me sit on. Wow, that is well, that's amazing. But like, I can remember for the first time, and you guys tell me too, like your first experience when you first really realized it doesn't matter what handgun you put out in front of me, you know, what semi-automatic it is. Like, I'm going to know how to load the ammo and I'm going to figure out what the action is because we all know they don't operate the same. So like, oh, but I'm I'm proficient enough to figure out, okay, if I rack this slide Mm -hmm. and the hammer's back, like, was there a safety decocker on here? Like that to me was the most empowering confidence building thing that I've yeah. ever experienced in my entire life, like to face my fears and to go out and to learn about something. Cause I really had no desire to learn about semi-automatic firearms. No, I have a revolver you cause you point and shoot and it's going to go bang more than likely. But as far as like semi-automatics, like I had no desire to really learn about them cause they were so intimidating. I thought there were so many steps to it. But I can rem- remember that first time where I'm like, I know what I'm doing yep. and I can it's walk up. To, it, yeah. It's the greatest feeling in the world. It really is. Mm-hmm. And you know what you're doing, you know how to operate it. If it were to malfunction, you know what to do to clear that malfunction. And then at the end of the day, you also know, like, I don't have to wait on anybody else right. to protect me and to take care of me. Like, I am sufficient. Like I have it within me to do this and it's sufficient enough for me to take care of myself. I think that's why it's important for, you know, a lot of women get, I think, fall into that. I want a gun for protection. So they go out and buy it or, or their significant other says, oh, you need to carry a gun for protection. And they just hand them a gun and figure it out or don't figure it out. Just sit yeah. there on your nightstand and yeah. and it's going to work Hope on its best. own. Yeah. Right. I got, you know, so it's important to get that training and learn. And I think maybe a year ago, we were at some, you know, gun store and, you know, we were looking at guns and I was looking at whatever. My husband was looking at stuff and I was probably looking at a Glock or an HK. I don't know. Probably an HK. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I took it down. I knew everything I needed to do. I put it away. We left. And, like, after we left, I was like, oh, I just did all that. Like, I was, I, I just walked up, it. asked I wanted to look at this, knew everything I needed to do, racked the slide, all that stuff. And I, She's like, oh, there was no, there wasn't yeah. any of that, like, um, is this right? Or yeah. I don't know if I'm doing this right. Am I holding this yeah. right? And it was just yeah. that one of those, like, oh, yeah. So I will say, and I think, Nick, and you guys, do you guys, you teach now, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, I have my fire instructing license. Yeah. I don't have a no. whole lot of time to teach right this yeah. second. Yeah, no, neither I can. do we. Yeah, really. I, try to, I try to keep it to, like, Maybe friends and family yeah, when I have time, yeah. <laughs> but I'll say that's one of the, that's probably one of the things I enjoy most is when I get to see other people have that moment oh, where, yeah. like, suddenly oh, they're, they're like, oh, I I just figured this out. And like, 
I don't need you to tell me to do it. I can do it. Or yeah. they're, they're work like you're working on their stance with them or their grip or whatever. And they self-correct. Oh, it's yeah. just so cool. They get so excited and it's so cool. It's such yeah. a great feeling to see people do that. It is br- brand new. These are, are our favorites yeah. to come to short shots because oh, they, they're like, I don't know if I'm going to hit the target. And I'm like, if you just listen to what I'm going to tell you, yeah. I promise you, you will shoot like a dream. And they always do no matter what. Cause if you, if you really want to listen and you really want to hear what you have to do, mm-hmm. it's shooting is really easy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is. And I feel like women are really good about getting the fundamentals down from the very beginning. So a lot of times they are really focused and concentrating on that front sight, the sight picture. They're going to do their breathing. They're going to have a nice, like, smooth trigger pull. And then they're going to hit the target. And they're going to be so excited about it. And, you know, like, I, I see that a lot of time with women shooters, especially when they first go to the range. They take so much pride and time to learn the mm-hmm. fundamentals. And that's such a good, that's an exciting thing to see. What you know? a great way to start. Yeah, absolutely. Right, you know. Yeah, I always tell people, I was like, I had to unlearn really bad habits because... Yeah, I, I've heard you say that before. I didn't, I didn't have any, I didn't have any training. They just put a gun in my hand and were like, I saw these people like shooting still. I was like, that looks fun. Can I have that? And I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. So, and then we would always focus on having fun out at the range, which I think is totally fine. Right. And you should have fun when you go to the range. But as I realized when I go yeah. and need to practice with my, cons- for my console carry, like you need to be proficient. <laughs> you need to have the fundamentals yeah. down. So I had to go unlearn a lot of like really bad habits to do that. And, and I feel like I've, I've, put the time in now to do that but yeah. thankfully well I want to I want to say to you guys I really appreciate the fact I listen to the podcast pretty regular I mean you know when a new one comes out and Thank you guys talk you. about training all the time and I, I appreciate that you know it's you can't you can't express it enough to people I don't care who you are mm-hmm. me, fa- female male whatever you have to practice and yeah. it's great you guys are always drilling that down we're always everybody's always talking about that now and i feel like that's a big shift that's happened in the last year and a half or so yeah. it just feels like everybody's making that point well, think I about hope how more many people hear it. Options we have now. How oh many God. gun right. options we have Things now? Just, you know, like how it, many training options we yes. have? Now. Yeah, yeah. You you switch out a holster and it works and operates completely different than the last one you used. I mean, it just makes sense to me. Like, okay, I probably need to yeah. practice right. drawing from that. And I do. Like, I have to go through and do like the action sometimes when I switch my holsters up or even my everyday carry gun because I'm like, okay, ooh, the sights are a little bit bigger on this gun. Is it going to snag on what I'm wearing? And I, I test it out and I make sure that I, I know what the, um, you know, what the situation is with my yeah. firearm. Right. And, well, and you might, you'll have work. different clothes yeah. on. Right. Exactly. You know, how many different clothes are you going to have to clear from it that day? Exactly. Every time, mm-hmm. every morning, if I always just practice yeah, a, couple a couple of dry, dry, dry draws yeah. before yep. you go out. Like, that's what I do. It's like, just, it's got to be part, it's just part of the lifestyle. Like, it's, once yeah. you start to sign, you're going to carry. It's like, all right. Mascara, purse, gun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me figure out my gun. Draw. And then, am I ready for this today? Right. Yes, I am. Exactly. You have, it's a mindset. Mental. Yeah. mental. Do you walk yourself through situations, you know, when you're in the car, like, okay, if this is to happen, or if I get out of my car, I'm always looking at my surroundings. Mm-hmm. And it's not a paranoid thing. I tell people, it's yeah. not paranoid. Can I tell you, my. Please do. So, so people. I experienced that too when I first started shooting and getting into defense, like just being in a defensive mindset. And I felt, I was like, oh, am I being paranoid? And then, you know, some of my friends would be like, oh, you're just being paranoid. And it's like, it's just like when you start driving. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knows how to drive when Mm -hmm. you start driving. And and in the beginning, you're white knuckling it, but you're, you know, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what to think about. But as you start to drive, you start to get that tunnel vision. You start to understand how to expect a certain Mm -hmm. thing. If somebody's doing, if somebody's moving into your lane, you know that you need to take care of it. 
I, I feel like it's the same thing. You just start, it just becomes second nature at some point. Right. You're not you paranoid. don't start realizing like when you're out, like I yeah. just start, I just like my, I feel like my body just kind of like moves to the other side of the street. Yeah. Or I yes. just position myself to the yep. back of something just now like second nature. Yeah. And it's just all. You know mindset. what I've been doing? The putting your back up against the wall to check your text messages. Yep. Yep. Always good. Always. Yep. Yep, we do the same you. thing. I, somebody, whoever I even know was, here. Yeah, me, yes, I, I find a wall and I'm like, okay. And I, I put my back up against it and then I check my text. Yep. I'm like, good. I know what's behind me. I know, like, yep. I'm going to be good. good. So, yeah. And I see people doing that now, too. And, I mean, you know, just on the street, I've seen, I see that every once in a while. I'm like, I'm glad that that's something that, you know, it makes sense for people to yeah. do it. But then on the opposite end, there's also so many people I who know. are just so, they, they, they just know. don't know. They're so oblivious. Heads down in their phone. And I, I see them and I want to stop them. And I'm like, I could just take this phone from you and you would have no idea. You'd yeah. have no idea what had just happened. You're just standing, you'll be standing you there dumbfounded. You wouldn't be able to ID me. You right. wouldn't be able, like you wouldn't be able to tell the cops where you are because you weren't paying attention right. to where you were walking. Yeah, no. It's yeah. scary just to see this. It's like if you, everyone just kind of lifted your head up a little bit, walk, you know, start just kind of looking left to right, just paying a little bit more attention. attention. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to say, when we give these safety seminars, we like to say the only tool that you have with you 24 7 365 is your awareness mm-hmm. exactly that's it that's your number one tool you always have it you have your eyes and you have your head right. <laughs> you just need to use well, them that's gonna save you in most right. situations because if you can see it you can potentially exactly. avoid it right. and get away from whatever right. exactly. you see or yep. that's yeah. making you feel off and yep. i like to i i guess that um a that having your head up on a swivel has saved a million times more lives than having a gun in your purse or on your person, right? Absolutely. Like, think of how many people mm-hmm. have gotten away from situ- potentially yeah. terrible situations because they actually they saw what was happening. Situational awareness, the number one the thing that you should be preaching to people and yeah. do. Yeah. And because all of us at the end of the day want to avoid ever having to pull out firearms. Right. I mean, that's really not something that I'm looking forward to doing ever, And but I'll do it if I need to, but I would rather avoid the situation if possible. Yeah. The only way you can do that is when you're situationally aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so, okay, so someone who has not checked out Gun Cult yet, what can they expect to see in this month's episode and issue? Yeah, we have our um, feature story on Valentina, our cover woman. Which is a great story, you guys. You should read it. It's really good. And it's yeah. up. It's live now. Right? Yeah, it's live. It's live. Mm-hmm. Guncultmag.com. Yep. Uh, we have a collaboration that I did. I'm really into this whole um, nail culture. This yeah. uh, nails, you know, talents. Na- you, you talents. Your, your talents. nail manicures are always the best. There's just such a such a thing now. Even like the New York Times had just done this thing about about nails and like really blinged out crazy nails. Is so we did. A, I did a collaboration with knives and nails, and there's some really awesome knives on there um, oh, cool. and some crazy nails. Like, I collaborated really with this idea. studio. What's the biggest trend right now with nails? Um, the uh, what are they? Stiletto nails, the ones that are yeah, like, there's like super yes. pointy and long. Super I don't pointy. know how like you could like a dagger. It's like, like a da- you could like, <laughs> it's like a knife stab someone in the eye. With well, those can things. you get their TSA with those? Oh, I wonder. Probably not. <laughs> no, Probably not. but you they would like, go off because they're not they're not metal. But you can stab someone with your yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a knife, right? right it's like yeah. ten it's knives. Your, yeah, ten knives. Forget tactical pens. <laughs> right, right. Tactical nails. Wow. Like right in your face. Yes. There you go. Right don't there. don't let ISIS hear about this trend. Yeah. No <laughs> kidding. Oh my gosh. Well, we we had a couple of girls on. I love that you brought up nails because we had a couple of girls on this week who we were admiring their nails, both of them. Are press on yeah. nails. 
I, you know, it's funny. I came across a, a, wo- a woman at the bank, and I remarked on her nails, and she was like, I got them at Walmart. They're $4. And I was like, what is happening? Like, right. this is crazy. Well, it's a throwback, though, because yeah. there was a time in the 80s. Yeah, but I think they, got they, like, they never fit your nails. They never no, It was like nails. all a thumb The thumb size. was always, like, <laughs> so <laughs> much wider. But now it's a whole thing. Like, you can get them sized. You, it's yes, pre- you they can, come you with can... multiple sizes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to try these out. Gonna, okay, because she had a beautiful matte like black, black was press on And I've actually tried to do the matte black. They have to put a special thing over your nail. And it just never quite looked the way that I wanted it to when I would go get my nails done. So I was like, fine, forget that. I'm just going to go matte black it and yep. get the press on mm-hmm. nail and be done with it. The, yep. the last shot of this nail collaboration that I did with the knives, I was standing around this studio, the nail studio, waiting for the, the nails to be done. They took four hours. <gasps> legit four hours. Oh and when you gosh. see them, you'll, they're Sailor Moon, like a million charms on them. And they're just crazy. And I love them. They're you love them? Nuts. Did they do your nails? They did my nails. Um, yes. I When I had those crazy blue ones, those yeah. long, in the oh. Style Me Tactical oh, in the coffee, coffee day. Pick. I love, I mean, it was so perfect. Your well, photo, how in the like world your, do you shoot nails. with those nails? Uh, can you? Is no, that even I couldn't possible? do anything. I couldn't return <laughs> emails. I mean, I work halted. Like everything that I had to do came to a stop. <laughs> Sorry, I can't return my email right now because my nails just took four hours yeah, and I exactly. cannot uh, ruin them on I this email. I can't type. I can't yeah, touch right. anything. Forget yeah. loading a magazine. Like, no, no you're going to no. need to use a mag loader or something. I was useless. Yeah. <laughs> so how long do they last? Oh, I had to cut them down. I just cut them down. Yeah. They looked good. They or looked are they great. Using, like, are they using dip? Or I know, like, dip's a huge... Is that yeah, like, what Yeah, like it the is? dip and the, the powder? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't go get my nails done. I don't done. either. Yeah. I, no I forgot idea. what these were called. It's okay. some new new thing all I don't right. know yeah. yeah we're gonna have to read the magazine to find yes. out all and about the nail also collaboration the, in this current issue what's live right now we have um, the other thing is Juliana Tack I don't know if you guys know her but we have a cool no. like cinematic photography series coming up with her oh, and so we have an image fun. there for her yeah how yeah. cool yeah. I can't wait for everybody to go and read. I mean, this is just going to be so fantastic. I'm really happy for you ladies. Yeah, and I'm excited so for what you're and doing. not just uh, guncultmag.com, but also Instagram. And we are on Facebook and Twitter. And so you guys all those things. are doing, if for subscribers, they might be getting special content, right? <gasps> yes, we will be providing special bonus content. So make content. sure you subscribe. Yes. Yes, it's free. Just go to guncultmag.com and sign up for a free subscription. Well, the fact that you guys do this as a free subscription, I mean, is, yeah. is amazing. And it's a, such great content that all of us can benefit from. And so I'm really happy because you ladies are on the forefront of just continuing to push yet another boundary within the gun world. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to see people I think following suit several years yeah. down the road I mean the impact that you're making is just fantastic so thank, thank y'all you. so much yeah. for coming oh, on I'm the so show. glad that you guys are on the show and that I finally got to no I have met you both Hot shot. Yes. Yeah. I feel Headshot. like it's just been so long. Well, it's always at Tau. Yeah. Or at the party. So it's always like, dark. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's dark and we're yelling over each other to, to hear. But I'm glad that we finally got down. to hang out in Dallas. In daylight. Yes. In yeah. daylight. Exactly. And at the HK booth, which, yeah. as we all know, is Emily's favorite firearm, the HKVP9. So I did want to it say is. thank you, HK. Yeah, thank, thank you, thank HK. Thank you, Angela, HK, for putting this together and letting us come and take over your booth during the 2018 NRA annual meeting. And thank you to everyone who's around and listen to our podcast yes. today. The Energy to Life podcast is always so yeah. much fun. It's kind of fun. This is easier than recording on a video. Oh my God, it's yeah. so much easier. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> Absolutely. So, all right. So, everybody, please do not forget to go and follow Gun Cult Mag on Facebook, Instagram. Go subscribe to their newsletter. Get some amazing content. Um, while you're at it, follow Emily at Style Me Tactical. You can follow me at Alexa Athletica for all updates on concealed carry athletic wear. Um, and then also, if you have not subscribed yet to our podcast, please go to iTunes right now and subscribe to Not Your Average Gun Girls. And don't forget to rate. Yeah, rate and subscribe. And leave leave a us review. a comment. Yeah, yeah we, leave we, us a review. We read our reviews, yep. by the way. I mean, uh, they really good help. or bad. We, we like both. Like, just leave us your review. Let us know what you think. Um, leave us a comment. Ask us a question. Let us know what kind of content you want to hear on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And if you have any ideas for any guests that you want to hear from, we would love to hear that as well. We're pretty easy to find. <laughs> we're pretty easy to find. Yeah, we're all over the, we're all over the internet <laughs> right now. So, all right, everybody. Well, thanks for joining this yep. week. We'll see you, you same place, same time next week. Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast and its related companies, Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com, strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.